0: Commercial, you know that's it not works. just that's all Six where
1: Flags. That? Yeah. yeah,
0: that's not Great Adventure. That's all Six Flags. That's a corporate commercial.
2: We're so. only yeah. half as good.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's from uh, 2016, but well, that's a pretty good. I like that one. um Hello and welcome to episode number 24 of Some Great Adventures, the podcast for old friends who met and worked at Six Flags Great Adventure in Jackson, New Jersey. Chat about our days in the park. As usual, a podcast is made possible by our friends at the Shared Universe Podcast Studio. And we're recording via Facebook Live, so the video version is always available on our Facebook page. And the audio version will be up on all major podcasting platforms within a few days, or i.e. whenever my lazy ass gets it loaded up. So uh, I am Steve Hicks, and my co-hosts are...
3: Scott Loudon. Chris Peluso. Andy
1: O'Lenny.
0: Hey, fellas. All right. So I guess since we started out with a Fright Fest commercial... And Scotty and I and his kid, Alyssa, got to go to the park and enjoy the Fest of the Frights a few Sundays ago. Might we'll as well kick off with some Fright Fest uh, talk here.
1: Um,
0: we So they had Oktoberfest running, too. Um, you know, that runs pretty much through Fright Classic almost. Um, we posted a whole bunch of pictures on our Facebook page. Oktoberfest was pretty well done. Um, I can't say anything bad about it. Uh, you know. I feel like every year they actually kind of kick ass at the Oktoberfest uh, piece. What do you think, Scott? About same?
3: Yeah. yeah it Seems like it's maybe their biggest draw now because the day we were there, it was the busiest I've seen it in a long time.
2: They got rid of and- that shitty catering manager from years ago. <laughs>
3: That's right. I heard about him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to tell you, man, when we're
0: talking about the catering manager, though, whoever the current one is, I don't know who sets up the food, but they break it up into like food booths. Um, and, like, they have it cordoned off in its own area right behind a fountain. That's where it's been for the last two years. And they also had a food truck. And they tell you, like, if you go on their website or if you go use the app, it'll tell you what is available at each one, which makes it easy for you to figure out, which for me is fantastic because I don't eat the meat. So, you know, I'm like Scotty. So, you know, <laughs> he eats all the meat. That's right. <laughs> so, I, I had to, you know, figure out where the hell can I eat because that's always kind of a thing. But I got to say, they actually give a lot of options, which are pretty cool. Um... They also do a lot of special drinks for Fright Fest that are pretty cool. Like they had a, uh- Scott's favorite, the Green Fairy. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Midori, pineapple juice, absolute vodka, blue, carico. They have like all drinks like that. It's pretty awesome, man. I um, like the uh
3: the drinks that they served in like the uh blood bags. That was pretty neat. Oh, yeah, really so
0: they, they got they got cool. regular old blood bags and you just suck it, you know, put a straw in and it, it suck it in yeah, the blood bag.
3: I gotta ask. So
2: Universal had the blood bags and they were the yep. greatest. They were so awesome. It was the jello in the blood bags. so so friggin' good when they were cold then pri then then years after they just started putting out warm not only warm at the time it seemed like maybe they were warm sitting out in the sun beforehand <laughs> they tasted like a mel- melted plastic bag had to bail on them i was so uh. pissed is are they keeping them cooler are you getting any of that you know cuz warm jello not so good <laughs> so it looked like
0: it's a vodka drink and not a jello drink uh, it looked okay, like it's okay. an actual drink drink. And I got to tell you, we didn't buy one, but there were a lot of people having them. And right. I to, They're
2: probably cooling them down. Yeah,
0: yeah, I have to assume either they were definitely cool or they suckered enough people into that first purchase. They don't give a shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, After a while,
2: you don't care.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, the one thing that's a bonus there, too, is that almost every one of the stands has their own specialty, like not only food, but dessert. So, like when Scott and Alyssa went over to get what they were getting, I think, uh, Scott, I think you guys got a pretzel, right? A big ass barbarian pretzel, right?
3: Yeah, the pretzel was good.
0: The pretzel's always good. I had that last year too. Um, they got the caramel apple blossom, which is a baked apple dumpling with caramel drizzle on it. Ooh. Scott, you had that. That looked pretty damn good.
3: That was good. Two thumbs up.
0: Nice. Um, I went over to the, uh, I'm never going to pronounce this right. They, they For the Americans, they just put in parentheses, dumpling food truck, but it's called the Nodal Imbus Wagon, okay? And they had potato pancakes with applesauce or sour cream. I got that. They had pierogies, and the pierogies came with your choice of mushroom gravy if you were a vegetarian or beer, cheese, and bacon bits gravy, which was awesome. So I got the mushroom gravy. Both fantastic. I will say the portions are tiny. However, you're only paying like six to eight bucks a piece. So in reality, that's honestly, in my opinion, completely lower than typical amusement park prices. So I was pretty yeah. damn happy with it. Um, mine had uh, surprisingly, they, they only had like one can of beer and it was like fucking grapefruit beer. And even a lady that was that was working the food trucks. I go, is that good? And oh, she goes, it's not a joke. She goes, Yes. While she's oh, what? What? Ah, so wait, she what? Wait, wait,
2: was it hyphen Wyson? Yeah, that is fantastic. Well,
3: it went with it got it hyphen with with uh, grapefruit. Yeah, so it yeah, wasn't. Yeah, yeah,
2: no. I mean, it depends. I don't get into like a second bug, Beisen. You're gonna be like, what the hell?
0: Yeah, but I don't think this was that brand. I saw oh, it okay. in the back, and it was not. Because if it was, I would have picked it up. But it wasn't. Yeah. But just for her shaking her head, I was like nope I was like That's <laughs> um, but they had black forest cake which i had last year and it was great this year they had bread pudding bites deep fried Ooh. bread pudding bites and cinnamon sugar the caramel drizzle that was cool because there were a bunch of them so like scott could have it Alyssa could have it i could have it, we could like just share that you know fantastic all the food was fantastic i can't complain about anything there it was really really good um they also had another um the munich munchies which is booth two, they had caramel apple crumb cake, which the guy next to me said when we were eating had, and man, I was jealous. I wanted to, like, when he turned his head, I'll just be like, I got to eat it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so, man. Um, Scott went to that one, and I cannot believe this, because he didn't get one, he didn't get two. He got three of these. They had pickle on a stick. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
3: well, well, I had I'd to take some thing. home for later, you know.
0: Well, I mean, you had to take it home because you don't bite them. You just sit there and suck on them. So it's like it was the weirdest wow. thing. Me and your daughter were looking at you like, why are you doing that? It was so bizarre. But anyways, I got a bunch of them. So that was fun, you know. Yep, yep. Um,
3: <laughs> nothing to say yeah. to that.
0: <laughs> nothing to say to that. Yeah, I didn't take pictures. I was being nice. So, <laughs> um, Outside of that, I don't really have much more to say about the Oktoberfest. It's enclosed its own little area. Even though it's packed, um you can actually get to like the food pretty easily. There's like um the the one Liberty Pizza Place is like kind of the core building. So if you're going in there, the lines usually kind of suck. But otherwise, like we had nobody on the ones we went to. There was literally no line. We were like, we walked right up pretty much. There was like two or three people there. It was great. Um, the one downer, because they didn't have any beer I can really or I want it at the one I went to, I was like, Scott, you know, gr- you know, grab me a beer. And he was like, all right. So Scott went over to get beers and I didn't even think about it, but they were like, you have to be here to show your ID to get the beer, which makes total sense. But then they were also like one beer a person, that's it per purchase. So you have to buy one, go drink it, come back, buy another, go drink it like one at a time. You can't even buy like two if you're going to sit and like eat dinner for like a half hour. You know what I mean? Like a longer time, you know, that's kind of silly, but it's funny because I guess, In reality, when they don't do that in the rest of the park, I guess they're being smart and saying, we just don't want a bunch of hammered people in this little enclosed area. So not really a complaint, but, you know, kind of silliness. Otherwise, I think it's fantastic. I like the Oktoberfest. Scott, your final opinion on it?
3: Yeah, definitely good. I I liked it.
0: Yeah. and, And I think, Scott, you said, so Alyssa's been to the park a lot, but she's never done the Fright Fest type stuff. And so obviously, I think she never did the Oktoberfest stuff either, right? That's right. Yeah, she seemed to highly enjoy it. So, I mean, if, if anyone her age range, which is, you know, the teenager age range, likes it, that's already a big draw for the park. So that's a good thing.
3: Yeah, there wasn't any problem finding anything, you know, everybody likes to eat. So
0: Exactly. Um, Fright Fest is broken up into two things. By the way, we have uh, Barry and Brian joining us on the comments. What's up, Barry? What's up, Brian? Um, Fright Fest is broken up into two things. It's broke up into, which a lot of the parks do this now. fest is the daytime. So pre-sun going down. It's all kid friendly, and that you know, the atmosphere characters are a little more kid friendly. They have some of the scary ones, but not like the truly, you know, lots of chainsaw wielding ones and stuff like that. Um, once the sun goes down, then it's Fright Fest, then it becomes like more PG 13 R ish. Okay, um, a couple of the haunted houses are specifically only some of them open at four. And those are the more family friendly ones. And then some of them open specifically after um sunset only. And those are like the more terrifying ones, is what they kind of um, advertise it as.
3: And there were uh, more, they were the open ones too. Like
0: yes, exactly. So they don't they don't want the sun, you know, they don't want you to be able to see everything because there's no actual roof over them. So they want it to be dark. Yeah, for sure. Um Bootfest did a really cool thing. Uh Bootfest, and I, I didn't even know that they were doing this. So in the past, and this is years ago, if you go on the on the um, Great Adventure History site, which we love, um, you, there's there's a little bit of talk about um, Switlicky Manor, and we've all talked about Switlicky Manor. Where I think we're, when we were there, Jordan was living there, wasn't he? Jerry Jordan was living there because I think we used to pick his trash up, right, Andy, during work group. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's right. So that's been abandoned forever. Okay. If you actually yeah. go on YouTube, you could find a girl <laughs> that posted that literally kind of. Apparently she worked there at the time, but like, it looks like it was back in 2014. She just basically broke in and just took videos because there's always a rumor it's haunted. And so yes. there's, there's like two videos of her in there doing like the paranormal thing. Cause she's saying it's haunted. It's haunted. And I'm like, these are bullshit. You know. <laughs> what are you going to say, Scott? No, nothing. Um. So what they're doing this year is they have a boo fest, uh, hayride. So it's a kitty hayride and it's, Unfortunately, like – which makes sense because you don't want petties going on these damn things for the kids. But you have to – the adults can only go on, like, as to, you know, accompany kids. It's meant specifically for kids, and that's it. But they are taking you out past Whitlicky Manor. And it actually has, like, a big old boo, like, like, you know, one of those 20-foot ghosts there saying boo in front of the manor. And it doesn't look all that terrible. It doesn't look like it's falling apart or anything. But it's kind of cool that their path now is to take you past there during the day which is ironic because people do keep claiming it's a haunted place now. So that's kind of funny. I thought that was kind of neat. Um, there is, there's one dude that posted a whole bunch of pictures of it. Um, apparently it starts like, if you're going to go on to that one, it starts at Joker and Harley Quinn runs on Saturdays and Sundays kids for 12 under. Um, and so even older kids can't go on. Like it literally is broke down like that. Um, the one thing that made me think about is, I don't know anything. I really didn't know anything about the history of like Stanley Switlick or Switlicky Manor or anything like that. Like, did you guys ever really delve into like the history yeah. of this guy and, and his issues with Six Flags?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, he's probably still pissed off. He he always claimed they lied to him. He ain't pissed
0: pissed off anymore because he's dead, but I'm sure he
1: was. (laughs) That's why that place is haunted.
0: Yeah, Yeah, no, that's actually a lot of people say that. And yeah, he was definitely pissed off. There's no doubt. He got screwed. Um, I'll give you a quick recap. Um, There's actually, there's a recap from a legal site from one of the lawyer companies that breaks it down in about three pages. And it's kind of fascinating reading on when you really go into the details but then on Wikipedia, they have, if you just look up Stanley uh, Switlick, they have a very brief, like, explanation of him. He died March 4th, 1981. He was a parachute pioneer, so that's kind of funny. And his actual parachutes apparently were the ones that they were using for parachute Purge. It's that type of parachute that he was, like, part of. Um, and uh, they also did, like, not just, they used the parachute material to do other stuff. Anything is basically heavy stone items, like golf bags, mailbags, all that type of stuff. That was kind of, like, their big deal. Um And uh, whatchamacallit, he apparently, um, with his partner, George P. Putnam, built the first parachute training tower in the United States. The first jump um, from this tower was on June 2nd, 1935, by Amelia Earhart, who described the experience as loads of fun. So that's kind of cool, too. Yeah. Um, He died of a heart attack uh, in Marathon, Florida, supposedly completely poor and bankrupt because of the whole issues through Great Adventure and other things. Um, and then they actually have a section that specifically says Great Adventure Controversy. In 1973, Switlick initially agreed to sell 800 acres of property he owned to the original company that eventually became Six Flags Great Adventure in Jackson, New Jersey. The controversy was how the property was to be utilized. It was his position that it would be used for a drive through animal park. That's it. But the plan of the buyers was also to include the amusement park as a conversationist. Switlik believed the amusement park should not be built. He did not want there. He just wanted to be part of the animal park In a long protracted legal battle, which eventually went to the U S Supreme court. He lost the case, a judgment, a judgment of 4.8 million had been originally awarded. And then after the long uh, battle increased the payment substantially due to interest on the original judgment, all that was gone. This resulted in the bankruptcy to him and his family. Great adventure was built and now includes both amusement rides and drive through animal park. Um, ironically the one elementary school um you know is still named switlick and there's also an elementary school in marathon florida where he died that's also named after him so that's kind of funny but um yeah that dude did not have a good ending and sad history with great adventure so yeah. one of those things i just never knew about so when i found out i was like oh that's an interesting thing to bring up um all right so let's jump into not much more about Boo Fest. We didn't really attend Boo Fest. We got there right as the sun was about to set. Our goal was to hit the haunted houses.
2: So I can't wait to talk about that because I thought I saw it. I'm not on Facebook much, but I saw a post that was disturbing. But please continue. Okay. <laughs> so,
0: you know, you pay you pay like it, it like the retail price is it, like, supposed to be like 50 bucks for um the haunted pass, which allows you to go into all the haunted attractions. As many times throughout the month, okay, um, then that's just regular line, though. And I'm going to be blunt with you. If we had gone in the regular line for almost any of those haunted attractions, that would have been it for the night. They that's why they give the you run. the pass
3: for the month. takes you a month to get through them all.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it absolutely. If you went through the regular lines, no doubt. I mean, the lines are long as F.
3: So wait, it's, oh. a, it's
2: like a fast pass type of thing right no no oh, no no, no. Not. okay that's no, what i was saying so what now, do you mean uh, regular lines though what are the so regular they have, they have the regular line
0: but then for like uh i believe it's typically 35 more i paid 25 i think scott did too they have the express haunted half house, yes. house that, which is only good for that day right that's, that's on top of the other one you have to buy them both okay yep. now the other one though is good for the whole month Okay. Right. So as many times you go, you go on regular line, you're good. So like Scott said, if you don't, if you don't hit three today, you can go tomorrow and hit them. Okay. Totally. You can go whenever you want. Okay. As long as it's the day they have fright fest. Right. Right. Um, we paid for the express. We got there at six. We, the park closed at 10. We left at nine 45. We did nothing but 30 minutes in October fest. Cause that's all 30 to 45 minutes is all it took us to get our food, eat it and start hitting those houses. In all that time, we managed to get through five out of the eight for the, and that's with the exits. Okay, we got screwed on Saw though. Saw yeah, was yeah. the last one we went to, and Saw they kept telling us it, it, it. Saw literally took up two hours of our time in in the express line. Okay, at one point, <laughs> at one point at about the hour and a half mark, the entire line just started yelling, refund, (laughs)
2: refund. I mean, you gotta be kidding me. That's
0: funny. Their explanation, the girl at the end would come out like every 20 minutes and have a different reason. And most of them, they kept saying where the pneumatics weren't working. Then we were hearing rumors that they were filming for something like a commercial or something, which is very possible because it's one of the two themed ones based on movies they had a conjuring one and a saw one which as you know universal that's their big thing right they're sure, themed sure. Off of their existing properties right, of and it's great yeah you got a killer clowns one whatever yes. the new movies are from universal they have you know there's yeah. always something great right these guys is that really the first time great adventures not done their own like the bloodshed or the matter yeah, totally. like they did a movie themed one um we went in conjuring first because Conjuring, we figured Conjuring and Saw were going to be the ter- two, you know, the two worst ones. And Saw Conjuring was, was hot-
3: open during the day.
0: Conjuring's open during the day, so it opened at four. Saw's at night. It was still light when we got through like the first two, so we were aiming for all the daytime ones before the dark. Um, we got through like three, no problem. We got to Conjuring. Conjuring, great. We absolutely loved it. We thought it was really good. Um, you know, very themed to the um, to the movies in a good way. Had, like when you first walk in also had like kind of a host that's telling you like don't look at the annabella doll she's gonna come after yeah, you yeah. like right out of the movie had the life-size annabella doll that very well done we we highly enjoyed um conjuring the other ones the typical ones that they always have as always the manor is our favorite um it's a really good one it's the, there's two in the right stuff area it's the one that's actually in the right stuff area as opposed to into like the gift shop area where Scotty was stuck when he did his games time in that little flight simulator thing. Yeah.
1: Ah, well, Steve, that's my question. How are these set up and constructed? Are these temporary buildings? Are they setting them up inside existing buildings? Yeah, are absolutely. They just outdoor so, mazes? Well, what are these yep. things like they weren't there when we when I was last there for Friday?
0: So one of them is built inside the laser tag building over near uh, near Big Wheel. One is built over in the 150 area that is their own unique building that they built for it. We didn't get through it this year. That one is like a post apocalyptic one. That's one that we didn't make it to, um, which was okay last year. So we, and it had a big line. So we were okay missing that one. Um, I mean, obviously we wanted to get them on, but all, oh, well, we didn't. That seems to be honestly the only one that's like built for it. Um, last year or the year before, I forget which year we went, but they had one built right under the log flume, right under the back area where the gates are over near uh lift one. That was fantastic. That's it was cool. outdoors. It was really cool, really well done, wide, lots of hidden stuff in there. And it was a it was a nighttime one, obviously, because no, you know, no roof, right? Um, so they want it to be dark. That one we didn't have this year, but it was fantastic. Um the saw one was in a building, but I don't remember what was there. So I, I, it was definitely in an existing building. Conjuring was right next to Green Lantern in an existing building. It looked like it was in maybe like, like uh, like boxes that they had, like storage boxes or something that they converted into like the building. Mm-hmm. Um, two were in the right stuff, um, and one is in the old studio. Uh, the game, you know, games area where the, the old uh, studio that we talked about on the last episode was the recording studio, the little games area, oh, right. there, four tents, one's in that tent. Um, that's a 3D clown one, which is okay, but it kind of sucks because Alyssa has like an eye issue. So 3D doesn't work, which a lot of people, that's the thing. And it was really reliant on the 3D. So that kind of sucked because you're really relying on a gimmick that doesn't work for everybody. But the clowns were cool. There was a guy outside. There are two people outside that you know would like let you in. They're usually themed. This guy had like a hand balloon thing that he would toss, and he was so good at it, he would get it like within an inch of your face. And you think he's gonna hit you, and then you want to hit him, and he never did, never hit anybody. Guy was like really good, so it was kind of fun. Um, the saw one was the only one we had a problem with, two-hour line constantly, because it wasn't moving, because they constantly kept saying it shut down. We never got a true reason why. I can tell you right now, Pneumatics was a fucking lie, because we got in there. (laughs) It was a bunch of, like, Saw-themed traps done, like, bad cosplay. Uh... When I go to Dragon Con, the Saw stuff I saw in there, or when I go to Horror Cons, where they actually have the actual, like, reproductions of the Saw traps, killed what GA did in the Saw. I don't know how they got that franchise to 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 do this one because it was really, really fucking bad. Um, like one was literally, if you remember, I think it was like, I don't like, there's so many guys, I mean, there's 10 Saw movies. I think it was the third or the fourth movie. There's one where one of the traps was a drug addict girl and there was like a lot of needles. Mm. So one of their traps was literally a box where you can look in the glass. It's a girl's head through in the box and it was nothing but hypodermic needles popped up around her. That's it. That's the trap. There's no needle going in or anything. There's just needles dropped around her head through the box. It was really lame. The actual cool swall traps like that, they didn't look good. Um, It was fast. For a two-hour line, we were probably out of it in under three minutes, four minutes. Scott, am I wrong? It was probably that fast, right?
3: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, The actors, just all they kept saying is, why aren't you helping me? Everyone, <laughs> the same exact thing. Look at me. Why aren't you helping me? And we're like, you got what you deserve. This sucks. Man,
2: two hours. People. Two hours for that, Mike. Two hours for anything when you have it an was, energy pass. Like, Yeah, it was wow. the most
0: disappointing ending to what was a lot of fun before yeah. it, especially since we, we didn't even get through any other ones. Like, that was it. At that point, it was 945, so we wanted to get to the parking lot to try to avoid the rush out because it was so packed. We knew that line going out of the parking lot was going to be a nightmare, and it was. It was pretty bad, but yeah, um, yeah, I mean, look. As far as the houses go, I don't want to shit on them all because the ones that we did go in outside of Saw were actually very fun. They were they were absolutely. Alyssa has never done haunted houses, Mm -hmm. so she's a teenager who's afraid of them. Never done them. First one, eyes covered the whole time. By the third one, she was keeping her eyes open. (laughs) She had a blast. She had a blast. Except Saul, right, Scott? That's only one she didn't like.
3: Yeah, <laughs> but she wasn't too disappointed because she just did her homework the whole time in line. So she was...
0: That is true. In a two-hour line... Th- so first of all, Scott's daughter is probably smarter than all of us combined, and that's sadly not a joke. Well, that's not a <laughs>
2: <very much. laughs> Yeah, exactly.
0: She's super fucking smart, though, and super musically talented. So while we're online at night, she is taking tests, like wow. 100 tests on her phone. And I'm just dying because I'm like... Jesus, this is never me. I would never. Yeah.
2: That.
0: <laughs> so, um, I mean, overall, yeah. You know, what are you gonna do? It, it, you know, it is what it is. I'm disappointed because I don't have a chance to go back, so I'm not. I'm not even gonna get to see the other ones. And I paid for an express pass, thinking I could easily. I mean, I'm not going to joke. When I paid, I did the same thing the last time we went, and we knocked them out in like an hour and a half.
2: So yeah. I don't
0: know if it, I, I guess it's just getting really bigger than its bridges. I don't know. That's that yeah. when
2: they start to oversell them. Yeah, there was one year where I mean the Express Press Universal cost more than the friggin' ticket to oh, get in. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so you need to get value out of that. Like, what the hell are you doing it for, you know? And there yeah. was like one house that I think was 30 minutes. Maybe even a little long. It felt like an eternity though, because the rest of them are anywhere from no time to 10 minutes usually, you know. And, I mean, to spend that much money, that's what you expect but uh two hours my god
1: that's I, that's the whole reason you get it no, yeah no more no more hayride though at night no, no that's been going forever kids no nope, yeah, that was the, the best kid. part
0: yeah a lot of people are posting that online too if they missed a hayride they remember their first year and how big it was and while they remember being annoyed like year four or five when the lines were insane they still had such a good time on it and blah 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 but that's gone yeah i, I think that's maybe because of the staffing though even though four-star entertainment staffed that while we were there i I think everything is a staffing issue for them and that leads me into the next section which is the boardwalk area always looks good during the fest. it's actually very well done and you know when you think about it so boardwalk now has two haunted houses right there and right stuff go up to where green lantern and superman are and now they have the conjuring one right there as well so they and they also have a freak show this year which we didn't we didn't get to see any of the show stuff at all, which sucks because last year we saw one in the, um, you know, the theater over near in 150 and it was great. You know, we w- I was hoping to see the freak show. Um, it's like a 15 minute thing. Didn't get to see it, but it's right there in the middle of Game Square. Um, their staffing is so bad. The I think I saw three people staffing the games, even though some were open. I didn't see an attendant there, which was bizarre. Um, the Main boardwalk area, like where Milk Can was, so you have your row of games here, row of games here, and then your center games. The row of games here, right next to the right stuff, they literally just put drop downs over them to make it look like there was never anything there so that there's no. they don't have to open the games. Like, the games don't look like they even existed there, and there was only, like, three games there on that whole side. And I don't think they were even open. Like, I don't think anyone was even really running them. The walk-in, though, from the carousel to... That area, those first few games you see, those were open and man, those were pretty cool. I have to say, they put a lot of Halloween themed stuff in there. Um, I put a lot of the, the pictures up um, uh, on our Facebook page. They had like scary pumpkins that were like really big, you know, like kind of cool. The milk
1: ones? can prize.
0: The milk can prize was bananas. Now, uh, <laughs> I'm.
1: I'm <laughs> literally bananas I, <laughs> just going I'm, through the old the remaining stock
0: yeah i'm pretty bad at doing this but i'm gonna try to share my screen give me a second let's see if i can do this um
3: i love it when he tries to do technical stuff it's like watching my dad try to program a vcr
0: it really is horrible man i'm so bad at this um <laughs> um anyway but while i'm trying to do this so they have these bananas, and they're on our Facebook page. They're life-size bananas. Now, non-Halloween-themed ones were basically animals. They have, like, a wolf one, a swath one, you know, a, a kangaroo one. And they're pretty badass. I literally looked at them, and I was like, I want the wolf one. And so I think it's the equivalent to their tweeties because people had them. Like, just remember in the old days when it was nothing, tweeties everywhere? This time it was all bananas, just life-size bananas walking around. They also, I don't know where the hell they had these, but mind you, we didn't hit the whole park. We only got to hit the, you know, Oktoberfest, the Haunted Houses, and that killed yeah. the rest of our night. Somewhere along the line, they had other games where they had Halloween-themed ones, because we saw witch ones and a black cat one, and they were cool as well, because they were like bananas with, like, orange instead. So they were absolutely Halloween-themed, pretty badass. Um, we did. I dug the bananas. I dug their theming there. I thought they were kind of cool. Uh, they had, like, the balls, they also had spider balls. So they look like big-ass spiders with legs coming out of them. They're pretty cool. Um, I remember some of the um, – they had a witch one, a ghost one, a skeleton one, and I think a black cat one for Halloween. So that was kind of neat. Um, positive that's got to be their Tweeties right now, though. It looks like that is their one big prize from everything I saw walking around. A um, friend Chris Bassett just posted in there, um, any opinions on the Curse of Blackbeats bounty where Lake of, uh, Lady of Lake was – we don't know. We didn't get to see it. I mean, we, when I say all we got to see was running from Haunted House Line to Haunted House Line once we hit Oktoberfest and ate dinner, that was it. We we didn't get to see much. Um, I will say one of the things they did that was kind of cool, though, is they, they had the blood fountain. So the main fountain is a blood fountain, and it looked fantastic, which it has for years. Around it, they actually cordoned it off. So, they had like another wall around the fountain. So, there's an inner area of about two feet. And at night, they had actors in there, atmosphere characters in there with like their chainsaws and all that. That was pretty cool. So, people who want to like lean or sit around the fountain like they normally do or say meet at the fountain were forced to see like the atmosphere characters. And I was like, all right, that's cool. They did that. That's definitely a neat little ad in there. Um, I think anything else I could think of about Fright Fest myself. Um, what was
1: how is just the overall theming and decoration and all that? I was gonna so, say, do they have like a sucks. do they have
2: the scare zones like outside yep. of the houses too? Yep,
0: yep, 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 they do. Um, so they they broke it down this year. Um, so they have eighteen haunted attractions and they broke it out into scare zones. Okay. They broke it out into they, they say rides in the dark, but who gives a shit? I mean, that's just going on a ride in the dark. I don't even know why they make that a big deal. They broke it out to scare zones again, like they did. Um and then they broke it down to the haunted attractions, and that's kind of how Frankfest is broken out. The the ones we got to see, just like the last time we went, well done. I thought they did a really good job. The theming always looks good. Um, you know, it still
1: I, they still got the cobwebs they, everywhere. No, nope. they got rid nope. of those, thankfully. They don't have the cobwebs anymore. They learned. Yeah, we were
0: the only suckers to do that. They learned. There's nowhere cobwebs, but what they do have looks really good. Like it's it's more like life-size, like, you know, creatures and stuff like that all over the place. I mean, they had one that was, I don't even remember what the hell it was, but they had a massive one in front of Big Wheel that was really, really cool. They have a ton of them all around the Oktoberfest area. Everything around the front gate is, like, well done. Um, Barry yeah, was just commenting
2: stuff. on the uh, cheesecloth uh, cobwebs that we had to make with that.
0: I, I have a feeling the fire marshal realized what was going on and said,
2: stop well, <laughs> uh, Same type of thing with the hayride, too. Like, you know, besides even staffing, it was like, hey, you, you want to drive? I mean, it's, like, it's like, that, like, even though it was the 90s, it was like a throwback from the 70s and 80s. Like, I right. can't imagine a major corporation being like, hey, Pelusos, drive this. You know what I mean? With 50 people on the back. Yeah. Through
1: crowded uh, sidewalks. You can't imagine that? Border. We live that. I, know, I know, but <laughs> now it's like, now no, it's there's the internet. Like, uh, the
2: internet really would be owns like, owns look, this guy,
1: <laughs> he <laughs> just
2: learned in the parking lot how to drive stick on yeah. this tractor. Now he's driving people. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. I think they would have. A, they would frown upon it.
1: <laughs> I remember it. We got the thirty-minute crash course in the parking lot.
2: That
1: was it. That's, how I, learned, That's how I learned. That's how I learned. I love it. That's what all the screaming in that commercial in the beginning reminded me of. Exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so good. Yeah, Man, I know. only got to do that two years. That was one of the greatest, most fun
1: things uh, I think we ever that did. That was the best part of the season. Just Absolutely. chilling on that tractor all night, drinking hot cocoa, driving yeah. through the woods all around. Oh Denver. my god! It was, was great for us.
3: Yeah. Adventure rivers would be closed. We'd be riding the tractors, except when it was raining. That sucked, but otherwise
1: it was good.
2: Yeah. Did you guys see
0: my screen?
1: Remember, you didn't even have to put now. the stupid uniform. Now on. I can just wear jeans and that big black shroud. Oh uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. But as that's the bananas. Dude. Look how
0: large those goddamn bananas are, man. Oh, I <laughs> thought they were bananas. They got, like, animals on them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're bananas, with little animals hidden inside. And then for Halloween, they had, like, Halloween stuff hidden inside. So skeletons.
2: Uh, in. I don't get the concept, but, hey, as long as it's gold. <laughs> I, I was as thrown at as you are. But then I'm like, man. the off is pretty cool. I love the wolf. I'm like,
0: yeah. all right, I get it. I get I it. I guess, like, like, in a, in a, suit. a banana <laughs> suit. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> It, you know what's funny? It feels like um like some it's an it's an anima thing I don't know. That's what uh, it made me feel like. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, sure. But uh still pretty cool. Um yeah. all right. And then I don't you know this is the last thing I'll bring up on Fright Fest. Um the I don't I think we talked about this once, but did we ever talk about the coffin challenge? Do you guys remember this at all?
1: Yeah. Started? No,
2: I don't think we okay. did.
0: So they did a coffin challenge, and unfortunately, Great Adventure is like one of the only parks that didn't do it. Like obviously, all the other freaking parks did it except us, right? But this thing was so cool. I'll post a bunch of stuff on it. I never heard. I don't remember it either, and I don't think I ever heard of it before. This girl, this girl, um, there's a there's a group on online Great Adventure Connoisseurs on Facebook. This girl Kathleen Salvador posted um, earlier this month that uh, four years ago, I did a thing. I did the 30 hour coffin challenge at Six Flags. I'd applied a year before, but I wasn't picked. So you have to actually apply and be picked to do it. And it looks like it's only like 10 people that get to do it at Like, and that's it. And it goes overnight. And she said, it's easily one of the most fun things I ever did in my life. I ate brains, picked out candy corn out of a jar full of cockroaches, was sleep deprived by the baby shark song and yacht rock music. And I did not win the grand prize of $600. Um, but by coming in second place, I won passes, the Haunted Attraction Fast Passes, and a bunch of other stuff, and honestly, I just wanted to prove if I could do it, and I did it, so it was pretty cool. So she posted pictures of it, and I'll take it. I'll post them up with her name on it so people can, you know, that way she gets credit for it. But then a lot of other people started talking about it too, and they said that basically it went away during COVID, but it started in one park, and then corporate loved it, and it was like kind of a test, and then they expanded it to a bunch of the parks. They also... Part of the yeah. coffin challenge is they put you in a coffin, okay? And when, you got to see the pictures because it's so cool. When I post one on a Facebook page, you'll be like, holy shit. They put you in a coffin, and then you basically have to stay in it, and I think. And, and you also do fear factor-like challenges, if you remember that show. So that's what she was saying. She had to eat brains, pick out of a jar of cockroaches, and all that kind of stuff. And the coffins are actual coffins with a tombstone above them with your name on it. So everyone that got picked had their own actual tombstone with their name on it. And uh, she said that they they ran a live stream on their, on those parks, ran a live stream on their webpage where you could watch them like the whole time from beginning to end. And I was like, that is pretty goddamn cool. Um, the, the whole idea of the uh, Baby Shark song that she was talking about is after year two, they were trying to do like things like more like MTV's a challenge and fear than fear factor where they were trying to drive you nuts while they were doing the challenges. So they started apparently playing that baby shark song and some yacht rock music over and over in the background to drive them nuts while they were stuck in the coffins, which is pretty funny. Um, I'll also post up the, uh, the article from six flags itself. Cause I actually found where they, they promoted it. And uh, it's pretty cool. It's a 30 hour coffin challenge. So if you get picked, you're doing this thing for 30 hours if you want to try to win it, okay? And it they detail it. And a lot of the parks ended up doing it. It was Six Flags America, Six Flags uh, Darien Park, Discovery Kingdom, Fiesta Texas, Frontier City. They say Great Adventure, but everyone else is saying Great Adventure didn't do it. So I don't mm-hmm. know if that's true or not, but they did have it in their corporate one. So maybe they pulled out and didn't do it. I'm not sure. Magic Mountain, Mexico, New England, over Georgia, over Texas, St. Louis. That's a lot of effing parks that did it, you know, before it finally went away because of COVID.
2: It's pretty badass, man. Um, it sounds uh, like, a, like a legal, tame version. Did you hear of McKamey Manor? Like there was like a documentary about it and everything, this lunatic that just gets people to come and they tor- he tortures them. And, uh, you know, I actually I think, just
0: watched a documentary. The new there's two
2: documentaries. I watched one on Shutter years ago, and there's one on Hulu right now. I just you watched. just watched the one on Hulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's not even scary. It's like, hey, I'm gonna pull your teeth out. We'll see if you're scared. I'll tell you now. I'm gonna not like that. You know what I mean? I don't want well, Everyone that did these said that no, these were fun
0: challenges. Yeah, this is that fun. guy was a yes. sadist. Yes. That guy is this an absolute sadist. His whole point was to torture yes. you. And hook up with women. It's all (laughs) torturing people, and people are for some reason going (laughs) because he he lied and said he had that prize, but nobody. But as the one guy said, if he just thinks it's all up to him, if he's ever if he's going to say you succeeded or not. So with the one guy that talked shit to him that made it through, what he said like two days. And then the guy's just like, "All right, you're done. bye. you're out." Yeah, and the guy's no. like, yeah, "I'm out." Like, I'm still in. He's like, "No, you're out." And that's it. I'm not giving you anything.
2: Exactly. So- even no, workers, no. even workers bailed on that guy. He was just yeah, exactly. A sadist. Um, they were selling watch, him out. Don't watch Bundy Manor though. It's a movie that's like kind of loosely, I think, based on based it. On it terrible movie. Terrible. After the documentary, we're all like, you know, hey, let's watch this. It's like a movie about it, you know now no, it's really bad acting really bad writing and even worse directing it's terrible bundy matters don't walk it Thanks, scott you. scott just put it in his queue
1: um
0: here's another thing they did you know what's funny so i knew they did vip tours the six flags i did not realize how much they did them and what the extent they are now go on there go on like the app or on the website um so they do, they do VIP tours, and then they also do these um, share-to-scare tours. Um, so the share-to-scare share to tours are like, uh, you know, access to uh, two RIP lounges, rest-in-peace lounges with a wristband, a buffet meal and unlimited soft drinks, a VIP tour with guide with express access to all available haunted attractions. And that means so you got the express pass, and you have a guide, Okay. And then exclusive reserve seating at the, um, the two of the shows, Dead Man's Parties and Unleashed. Um, that one's $149 per person, 150 per person.
1: Wow.
0: Which I guess if you're looking for it to cover the food and the past and all that, I guess maybe that one's okay. I don't know. Does I
1: don't that know, include 100- the price of admission or is that on top of that?
0: Uh, I believe that includes a price of a mission, but it does not actually state it here or not. But I'm it might no, not. It does not. Oh, yeah, it, does I it not. take it back, It does not. It has an no. abstract. look way at the bottom, valid park ticket required yeah. and must be purchased separately.
2: Oh not yeah. Included. Right. I was gonna say most of the Disney things.
0: Otherwise, like That, that was not a pretty good deal. <laughs> yeah. They have um they have three oh my god, they have more than that. They have okay, so they have a ninety-nine dollar per person version. Then they have the one that I was saying, which is $149.99. Then they have a $329.99. Then they have a $449.99 and a $599.99.
3: Jeez, what do you get for that? That's So I'll, I'll go
0: to that one. However, just as just, they also have add-ons to every one of these. For add-ons, and I guess this is more for like if a famous person goes to the park, for $50, you get a security person assigned to you the entire time. Somebody from security will be with you the entire time. They will not leave your side. Um, you can have two tour guides and additional tour guides. The tours um, are for eight guests each, okay, at $99.99 extra, okay? And if we just jump up, I actually pulled what each one has. Some of them have, like, like the add-ons are simple. Like, you know, the add-ons are like character meet and greets, blah, blah, blah. Um, if you do like the 449, all paid attractions, you have you have uh front row seating. So that's Daredevil Dives. If you oh, you get all the paid attractions. I'm sorry. So Daredevil Dive, Slingshot, Go-Karts, Extreme Flight, all those ones that are the upcharges that me and Andy know so well. Uh, because Daredevil Dive, those are all free. Those are all included in the package. So I see where the price, where the money is going. And then the big one, the 599 So you get, by the way, 599 per person. And I believe you have to have eight people in your group. Okay. Wow. Eight, eight hour guided tour. You get, this is good though. I, I, this is actually a good added. You get a 2024 platinum pass per person, not the diamond, just the platinum. We'll talk about passes next. Okay. So you're actually not getting the best seasons pass, but you do get a season's pass with it. Okay. Yeah. You get preferred parking. That's also sort of a scam because now they have speedy parking. We'll talk about that next too. you get one meal, one snack, one dessert, okay that's for that day because that's this is basically for the day you're getting the passes but you're only getting this stuff for the day you get unlimited soft drinks from the line ride access on all rides regular rides from the line access to all fright fest attractions you get a character meet and greet all paid attractions are included you get the safari drive through, which is daytime only and then you also get one retail purchase voucher, good for $50 per person. So you can use that to buy anything you want at retail for up to $50. That is a $600 per person add-on, though. Whew.
1: Yeah, but that's really not too bad when you think about it, because you're not paying admission then because you're buying a season pass, which gets you in for right. the day. By the way, that so, season pass so it does not
0: run anywhere near that cost. <laughs> so,
1: but what is I know, but, but the season pass and the parking – And then you get the $50 credit. So that must all add up to about 200 bucks, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's really cost you four hundred dollars if you want to make that like your first visit to the park or you to get. You want to make sure so you hit all the VIP rides. trip. Yeah. And, uh, I agree. If you really want that to your family you know, to a VIP you're going to go once a year. Yeah. Exactly.
0: If you're going once and it's like you want your family to have the most VIP, no wait on lines, front of everything, yeah. you get on every single bonus thing they have, like the Daredevil Dive. Yeah, I mean, I and you have this. Yeah. Most and then money you felt the
1: pass out. to go back and.
2: Yeah,
0: like in um, compared
1: um, to like
2: Universal it's terrible, you know what I mean? Because if you stay at Hard Rock or one of those hotels, you get the exit pass and you can do just about anything. So all you did is stay at the hotels, get your ticket, and you go up the exit at least one time. Compared to Disney, though, if you're into those rides just as much as Disney, it's about the same. I think it comes out to about five six hundred dollars a person, probably with no food or maybe a snack or something like that, because Disney's yep. going to be more expensive. But the, then the reason you know, I even thought about doing it. like Andy said, like if you really want to have a great experience, you only have a day. It's the eight people that always gets me because it's not six hundred a person if you don't have eight people. It's going to be divided yep. by whatever you got and then it could be like a thousand dollars a person or whatever the things right. may be yeah but uh not not too bad though not too bad if you you only have one day and you gotta hit it all you know
0: agreed um i looked up and you know it's funny because you know they offer these vip things a lot of the parks as a regular thing not just like a seasonal thing for like fright fest they offer them SeaWorld advertised in uh june of this year that they are also offering an ultimate vip tour um it's highly ta- tailored to each of their theme parks so each one has its own unique thing depending on what they have available at that theme park for SeaWorld, their prices start at at 4.99 it looks like they run to about 7.99 mm-hmm. theirs though are pretty <laughs> fucking cool i have to be honest man theirs- for
1: 7.99 i want to swim with <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You're
0: you you know he
1: yeah. walking with you
2: <laughs>
0: but, <laughs> just didn't know why i thought it was cool <laughs> Experience range, SeaWorld said, but tourgoers can have interactions with stingrays, dolphins, sea lions, penguins. Nice. At SeaWorld Orlando, tour guests will be able to meet and feed a wars. In San Antonio, your area of the wood, they can swim with the sea lions and interact directly with the penguins. In nice. San Diego, they can enjoy an in-water interaction with beluga whales. Wow. Cool. That's pretty cool. I All shit. right, one got to get
2: on a coaster with me, though. <laughs> <laughs> I need a penguin on a coaster and, like, a photo, like. <laughs> penguin, will be, <laughs> penguin will be sitting there, damn Paluso making me go
3: on this thing.
2: Right? Exactly. I paid good money. Get
0: in. <laughs> I love it. Scott, before we jump off the Fright Fest stuff and go into the uh season's past stuff, uh any, any follow words from you since, you know, you obviously went as well?
3: No, we're gonna just share your collective disappointment and saw, but <laughs> um, otherwise, all in all, it, it was a pretty good time.
2: Well, what was your favorite house, guys?
3: Definitely the Conjuring. That was well done. That was
2: yeah, yeah it sounds it, good. It sounds really. They good.
3: dedicated plenty of people. You know, it was you know decorated, you know well, and it was worth it.
2: Nice. Do they do Halloween shows there, too? I know Universal had Halloween shows as well. They do. They they,
3: they have
0: them. We didn't get to them, but they definitely have them. And and last year, they had some pretty good ones. And it looks like this year they did, too. We just didn't get on to any of them. We didn't have time. Steve was
3: disappointed he didn't get to watch the freak show. But I was like, Steve, when we worked at the park, we had it every day. It's like...
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's like, that was all of us and our fellow employees. I'm like, you're totally exactly. right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> you're yeah. totally right. Um, all right. So you remember last year when we talked about season's passes, what a fucking fiasco it was. Remember we tried yeah. to break it down and we, none of us could figure it out. couldn't even figure
2: out what the, out. the hell. Yeah.
0: It was all those options and add-ons. It was unfucking believably <laughs> ridiculous and convoluted. It was silly as shit. Well, this year they made they, – they definitely – took the feedback in because I got to say this year it's, it's much more pleasant. They um basically, it looks like there's simply three passes. Okay. You get your standard seasons pass at $69. Okay. Um, and that's your platinum pass. That's what Scott got. Okay. That's unlimited visits and parking to six flags, great adventure, wild safari and hurricane Harbor, all three. Okay. That is for whenever you purchase it. So if you purchase it this year, it's for the remainder of this year, And all of 2024, including the holidays, it ends in technically January of 2025. And that's when their their other diamond pass ends as well. So unlike last year where this this kind of annoyed me, when we went to Fright Fest last year, I renewed my season's pass. I didn't get to go at all this year until Fright Fest. My season's pass expired one week before I got to go. So oh, I basically paid for a season's pass last year, which I believe was $80, but I got it on a discount because I renewed it in the park, and they always make these offers in the park. But if you remember, this pissed me off too last year. When I did that, it was during one of those ultimate sales. This is the biggest sale we're having this yeah. year. You're not going to have another one. Lying on their other offers because two weeks later, they had one at a better price than what I paid for three weeks or a month after that, they had one that was even lower than it. And I was so pissed off about it. I was like, whatever, this is such a fiasco season passes. I'm not even going to bother talking about it. Like it's just silliness this year in September, they had the same thing where they said, this is going to be our biggest sale ever. Blah, 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 super cheap, super cheap. You're never going to get it cheaper than this, blah, 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 blah. Right. And it it expires September 17th. So get it now. They were not lying. I got the diamond pass. Okay. Okay. And I got it for $110, and that is not what it normally costs. All right. The Diamond Pass, okay, gets you unlimited access to every Six Slags theme park and water park, period. Everyone. I go visit you, Andy, next year. I'm in. I go to any park I want. Both passes give you preferred parking. Preferred parking is a scam. We'll talk about that. I'm sorry, that is not true. Scott's Pass Platinum gives him general parking, mine gets preferred parking. But this is a fucking scam now because they've now added speedy parking. And that makes preferred parking garbage. Even though it's a buy-up, and you can buy that on its own as an add-on, but it comes with my pass because I have the ultimate diamond pass, right? Scam. When we went, my diamond pass was already, I already purchased it. So when we went two weeks ago, I show my, I show, my, I, it, you could put everything on the app, right? So I just show my app at the thing. They go, okay, you go this way. Speedy pass is going that way. I'm going this way. Speed pass is another buy-up now, right? They set me over the fucking screen machine where the goddamn security gate is. And that's where they parked me. That's preferred parking. It took me like five and a half minutes to walk over the goddamn front and get in. I was not happy. I was really pissed off about that. Um, they did update it though, so that it's valid all through this year, all through next year. You get unlimited access to the safari. You get four skip the line passes with mine. Scott on the platinum pass gets one skip the line pass Scott for gets, the
1: season or for, uh, for, per the visit?
0: Season. Okay. for the season, not per visit? Um, I get five specialty rate tickets. I don't know what the fuck that is. Scott gets two. We haven't figured that out. I am supposed to have a VIP entrance. I don't know where that is. I have to figure it out. I obviously did not go into it this time because I don't know where it is. And I didn't even know I had that until we, I was prepping for the podcast. So it's funny. I was a bonus. I didn't even know. I do get one of those drink bottles that you use that, you know, are like the, the free things you only get if you have the ultimate pass. I get one of those that I didn't, I didn't want to carry it. So I was like, can I just get that when I come back? Like holiday in the park, I say you can get it anytime you want. Like, all right, cool. But I do get a nice little drink bottle. Um, I get 50% weekday cabana discounts. I don't know what the hell the, where the cabana is though. So I have to look
1: that up. I think um, it's in a think, hurricane Harbor.
0: I think yeah. it is. And that might be why I don't know. Cause I've never been in hurricane Harbor. So I, I don't know. Um, I get um 50% season the flash pass. I get a, if so if I want to buy a flash pass, I get a 50% discount off of that for you know entry to the uh, you know front you know front line to the rides. Um I get um I do get that VIP lounge, baby. That VIP best of the west, baby. I get that Scott's going to have to pay when we go together. Because he does not yeah. to that. Um, nice. And I get, I get VIP lounge and water park seating. So there must be some type of bonus thing at the water park too. Um, Scott got his platinum pass. Uh, Scott, you said you did or didn't get it going to discount time because if you did and you paid one Oh five, if you did, you paid like 60.
3: Yeah, I did not. I got it. I got a discount pass. I paid like 80 for it though.
0: Okay. So you were, you're, they gave you in the middle. So that's fine uh mine typically would be two hundred dollars and i basically paid uh 110 which to me paying all right so we talked about this if i wanted to go just me and you and we wanted yeah. to go to universal and we wanted to get a a, fa- a fast pass I, we're looking at 500 bucks
2: it's a lot it's a real right? lot yeah i just cool. paid
0: 110 for all that shit i said i got and i can yeah. go to every single park for the next year and a quarter wow that's Goddamn good deal. I have to say, they've definitely improved on the season passes. I have no complaints about this, but I do about that fucking preferred parking because <laughs> nothing will piss me off more than handing in my, my, showing them my thing at the, at the toll booth, right? They, they go, oh, yep, you got preferred parking. You go in that line. And then they hand me a fucking. An ad to buy Upgrade to Speedy Parking.
2: <laughs> so <laughs>
0: great. <laughs> Why are you telling me to Upgrade to Speedy Parking, you motherfuckers? I was so better. There's,
2: no there. There's <laughs> always an upgrade.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. this pissed me off so bad. I don't know if you can see it, but they literally gave me this when I was going through. And it has a barcode so I could do it right away. I'm like, go this right away. God damn it. I was so mad, dude. Um, what do you want? Somebody, somebody actually posted online. We have a diamond pass and preferred parking. When we got to the park, they said they do not honor preferred parking when it's crowded. That is true. I looked into that. If it's crowded, they could tell you your preferred parking doesn't count, which is technically what they did to me. They didn't say it to me, but that's what they did. They just basically told you, go to Joe Shplo parking over there, and that's it. And so this person was bitching, was like, what the F is the point in me paying for this? Because that person didn't get a diamond pass. They upgraded to it. So they paid, like, the $60 to get the preferred parking or whatever the fuck it was. I don't remember. But it's like, and then they get screwed anyway and get stuck parking over near the goddamn gate like I did. That's some scammy shit, man. I was like, they, they, a the whole speeding part, to, they, I was already mad when I pulled in right past the sign. Because immediately you see a special lane for speedy parking. And they make such a big deal out of <laughs> it. They're like, it was packed. So a lot of people have purchased this very clearly because it had a line. But apparently all you do is you go in and it has just a sensor and you just show your thing and gate opens and you go and park where you want to park, which is the A lot that we used to, you know, the good lots, not the crap lots, yeah. you know. you get the
2: leave speedy or is it just park speedy? Because leave speedy, they might true. have me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know that's what's funny? Year, no, sure.
2: there's no
0: speedy exit.
2: You're oh, still screwed awesome. on the
0: exit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> nice. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. That's funny. um they hold up the rest of the line wait we have a speedy (laughs) yeah that's a good point i didn't think about that
0: um otherwise i gotta say kudos to them for i'm shit on them all over about the parking stuff i think that's bullshit i understand that's just a cash grab however outside of that individual cash grab the pass system way better go back to the simplified three you know basically two passes You know, they they make sense on what you're getting and the thing it's clearly outlined on what you're getting, even though I don't understand half my benefits because I'm an old stupid man. But it's like otherwise they are clearly outlined and I can figure it all out. So I'm like way better and kudos over the passes. Also, like I said, Andy, I come visit you next year. We go to that park. We go to you know wh- whichever park we want to go to. I ain't got to pay, so I'm happy yeah, about yeah. that. Too.
1: Years ago, that's how I thought all the passes were. You guys, I thought so too. You worked for all the parks. But you know what? I mean, I was there never weren't sure many back then. But.
0: Well, we as employees were always allowed free entrance to any park, any right. six-flex park, and I didn't know if that accounted for seasons passes with guests. I don't know also At
1: one time, there
2: were far fewer. Now there's, like,
1: a lot. There's right? a yeah. lot. And I think it was there still probably beer, there was like, like the gold coffee. pass at the time probably to do it. But.
0: That's true. But, Peluso, to your point, even the, half those parks I just named on the Coffin Challenge from years ago, I don't even yeah. know half those fucking parks. No. I was like, what no. are these no. parks? You know, yeah. <laughs> so, I've done that though before. Like, and I think I might have done that like five or six episodes ago where I went onto the Six Flags Wikia to see what the current parks were. And it was like 40 parks that were like definitely local attraction parks I've never heard yeah, of. Yeah, like you Six know? Flags no. over
2: Bayonne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> like, what the hell? You know what I mean? Like, sure. you, were, you were rattling the them off. Six Flags <laughs> How are
0: these? <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to piss any of our Staten Island listeners, but oh my god, would you ever go to that? <laughs> nice. Um, one thing I will say. All right, so let's let's delve into the 50th anniversary stuff. Um, the one thing I will say is that the they, they COVID shut down self drive through in a safari. Then they got smart and they reopened it a couple of years ago. If you want to do it again, you got to go before the before the Safari shuts down for the year in November because come next year, that's gone again. No more self-drive through the Safari. You have to go through the tour bus oh, again sure. with everybody else. And I, honestly, I won't go through it next year. Even with the glamping bullshit, I might do that because my oh. girlfriend thinks, you know, my girlfriend's an animal lover. She's a vet tech. We love going through the Safari. I might do the glamping thing just to see what it's about. Honestly, more for fodder for this podcast than really, you know, and because mm-hmm. she'll probably enjoy it but I will not go on that fucking tour bus. That to me is like, that's not how I want to go through our safari. Like as a kid, my favorite thing was going through with my parents and then with my friends. And then, you know, when I was, when, you know, when we were employees, I would, a lot of times I went through with like some of my girlfriends like families and everything. And like, those were fun. Those are great memories to me. Now in the last two years, me and my current lady, we've gone through quite a few times and it's always awesome. Like, our own pace we enjoy it we love it you know we have little snackies in the car we're all happy you know now it's like i I don't i don't want to be on a bus i don't want to have to go somewhere park get on a fucking tour bus with a bunch of other people listening to them chatter oh my god look at the giraffe look at the rhino pooping i don't want to hear it i don't want to deal with it i mean the the
3: one cool thing is that it's open air like the trucks are open so you can kind of just
0: smell the poop i'd rather my, my air conditioning scotty also right. in a hundred degree middle of the summer weather i don't want that i want my ac yeah, want
2: yeah like i'm i'm used to the one in animal kingdom but that's only like what 30 minutes or less and right. i'm used to it like we're also used to just driving through the safari like you said air conditioning it's summertime yep. i don't go to disney in the summer <laughs> you know like <laughs> exactly uh, it's cooler exactly. Out. yeah and it's much yeah, cooler yeah i mean too.
0: I'm a little bummed. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bummed by it. We're definitely going to make an attempt to get down there, though, because I think it closes. The safari stays open longer than the park. So Fright Fest and everything and Oktoberfest and all that end at the end of this month. But the safari is generally open weekdays. Even when the park's not open, the safari is open. And why wouldn't it be? Like, we have talked about this. It only takes, like, two employees to man the front and, and gate. And then the safari yeah. people like that's yeah, it. Got, so, The animals got to
2: be fed and taken care absolutely. of. So, so,
0: yeah, right. during the weekdays, it's open in the day. And so that stays open until I think Thanksgiving, like right before Thanksgiving is, I think, the end date. Um, I, I had it written down somewhere, but I don't know which stack of these papers it's in. But I know it's near the end of November. So we're definitely going to make a, a point of going down there uh, before it closes and drive through one more time. But I'm like, you know, a little disappointing, but I just wanted to bring it up because anyone that does want to do it, get it in now, because after that you got to go on a tour bus and that's going to be that. Um The other thing, as we're talking about changes for next year, um, you know, most of them are positive with the 50th anniversary and we have talked about it a little bit, but this is kind of a perfect time to revisit it and add some color commentary because we know a little more about what's going on. Um, sadly, We've heard through a lot of people that the stage has completely collapsed in the arena. And then we've also heard that the arena is gone. Like they're demolishing it. It's going away. Um, oh. I think it was Brian Queen and that said that he, when he went uh, like last week, a week before they were riding the runaway train and they could see it getting ready to be demolished.
1: Mm. So that
0: I, I'm assuming he means like there's wrecking trucks and stuff out there, like ready to go. So that kind of bums me out. I have so many good memories of fucking watching concerts on live Two working concerts for my cousin, going to concerts with my family. And then, you know, I, like I did a little bit, you know, it got me nostalgic. So I started doing some research on like, what concerts do they have there that I never knew of? The only one that actually blew me away. I think I pretty much knew most of the people that played there, you know, like, Sha and Bowser and the Stingrays and the oh, Beach Boys, my. like all the big names that played there, I kind of knew. Cool in
1: the gang, cool in the they gang. Every year.
0: You know, um, yeah, you know, we've talked New Kids in the Block and Tiffany to death, like you know, all those big ones, you know, we, all that. I did Keith not. Trick
1: know was one. always my favorite.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I didn't know this one though. June 6, 1980. the fucking Ramones played at the fucking oh. arena. Oh, wow. Holy shit! I wish I was there and saw that. I, yeah. And there's a picture of it, and I'm like. Oh my god, that's so freaking cool! I had no idea the Ramones played there. That kind of blew me away. But then that also made me look up. Like I remember the thing, and I—I I don't think we've ever talked about this, but do you remember that they banned all heavy metal concerts at one point and said we're yeah. never? Do yeah. you remember? Yeah, I remember. That, that.
1: was because we saw you know, a Quiet Riot there. We saw Quiet Riot. Yep. Yeah.
0: Well, that's because we were there. in our time. It was still okay. It was in 2012 that um, they imposed a the ban on all future metal theme shows because Ronnie Rack, lead singer of Falling in Reverse, injured two fans because he threw the microphone stands at the fucking audience like an idiot. Cracked two oh, people, and that was it. They said, Okay, we're done. <laughs> we're never doing it again.
2: Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: Wait. Racky injured two fans and audience after hurling. Three microphone stands. Oh. The oh <laughs> and what's even crazier is if you go on YouTube, you could see it. There it's captured. Wow. It's on YouTube. So I actually watched him do it and I was like, get the hell out of here. Um, yeah, it, it was during uh, the drug it, the drug in me is you um song. And yeah, he basically wow. threw him and then said, Thank you, good night. <laughs>
1: it's a good thing they didn't have four mic stands on the stage i know
0: right lawsuits right (laughs) that's insane though. but that one made me laugh um all right so let's talk about some of the changes we already talked about they're gonna get a they're gonna get another they're gonna get a flash uh vertical velocity you know coaster i mean we all know it, it, it in the short amount of time they got it it's not anything being custom made for them so that's it sounds cool, but I'm not even going to go into it because, eh, you know, it's like they're, they're going to get a coaster to do it. It's cool. They're getting a coaster. Fine. Uh, the Safari Off-Road Adventure Returns. No shit. That's what we were just talking about. That's because they're not allowing you to drive through anymore. So eh, I don't, I'm not happy about that in any way. Right. Um, the luxury Safari experience. I will say the picture they put up for the glamp, the glamping tents is no fun. Fucking way what they're going to have though. I feel like this is false advertising. If it is, I'm gonna eat my shit and go back and say I am a lo- I'm an idiot, and they are the best in the world because it looks like a luxury, luxury, like cabana canvas nice. tent with a restaurant in it. But I have a feeling that's the restaurant because they're saying they're gonna put a restaurant and a spa there. I have a feeling mm, that is not the, tent. That's the restaurant. The tent. I think yeah. it's the restaurant. Um the tents, all they're advertising is you get a luxury canvas tent. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, so what we'll does see. luxury mean? <laughs> I, I don't know because the whole glamping thing always throws me away a little bit. Like, Because I'm always like, your version of glamping is probably very different than me and my girlfriend's version of glamping. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, but we'll see. Um, they are doing the, we talked about this, guests become a part of the adventure leading up to the 50th anniversary celebration. Guests will be invited to become part of the adventure with the purchase of an anniversary brick and keepsake. These bricks will adorn a new pathway located at the theme park's original entrance. I will have you all know, Merry Christmas. We do have our own brick going up with the podcast and all four yeah. of our are... – Oh,
1: I thought we were chipping in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that is my Christmas present to no, you guys. Yeah, no,
1: that's awesome.
0: Articles. That's great. Wow. They also say, and you can have a keepsake. They do not mention the keepsake is an upcharge. What a
1: surprise. <laughs>
0: what the upcharge <laughs> is, is you can buy an identical brick and oh. have it for yourself. So Merry Christmas twice. I don't know when the fuck we're getting it, but I got a brick for us each too. So we each will get one of the bricks as well. Awesome. So if they never take it away, me and Andy are permanently in that park because I guarantee they never changed the wood on the log flume where we carved our <laughs> names and all kinds of shit in.
1: Well, Steve, that's to me the most interesting thing on that list of 50 year anniversary things are the improvements to the log flume. So what is your wish list for the log flume? What do you want to see? Well, Andy for the 50th anniversary.
0: Andy, it's funny you say that. I know <laughs> Six Flags and I know what Six Flags is gonna do. What Six Flags is gonna do is they're going to put a paint job on it, put a paint job on the on the on the you know, all the all the little logs, and that's it. I don't think we're getting anything else. Honestly. I, I don't, my wish list on it, I don't even know what they could do to make it better, except honestly, that. I, I mean, really, refurbish to make it look like it originally was. If, and if it was my actual wish list, nobody else but me and you even knows what the fuck this is. Actually, invest in ripping up the goddamn reservoir and redoing the sprinklers and all the fountains that actually were originally yeah, there. The
1: Cascade fountains. The Cascade fountains,
0: that. all, every fountain, the Cascades. That would be awesome, what they had in the original year. Never going to get it, but I would love if they did that. I think that'd be amazing. That would be my wish list outside of that. Just make it look nice like the first year and I'd be happy right there. You know what I mean? But it's funny you bring that up because (laughs) six flags. Again, your fucking park just kicks our parks ass. It drives me nuts. Six Flags Fiesta Texas continues to invest in a guest experience and create a dynamic collection of multi-generational attractions. Blah, 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 blah. Here's what they're doing. Six Flags (laughs) Fiesta Texas is, first of all, three brand new attractions. Cyborg Ride, Shazam Tower of Eternity, Metropolis Transit Authority. That's on top of all the other DC stuff. They are going all in for DC stuff. They are literally what we used to be. They are like Mm. superhero heavy, everything themed to it. And it sounds amazing. All that sounds amazing. But that's not the one that really got me. This is the one that got me. Now, that's the that's the fiesta. World's longest log flume ride set to open at Six Flags over Texas in Arlington in 2024. In the Park Spain section, the log flume ride will be revamped into a new El Rio Lento, which Six Flags is billing as the world's longest log flume. The family-friendly ride will feature a new lift hill, two big drops, including a giant steep nosedive at the end of the river to add to the fun. Uh, they are saying that this will be the absolute longest log flume ride ever, like in all parks, period. So that's their log flume rebuild. Do you think we're getting that? that? Awesome. And and what what bums me out is I'm like, are we getting that? Is that what our log flume's getting? Because you know it's not. But I'm like, god damn it! Why did why? <laughs> like I was so excited that we were gonna get our favorite, like my favorite ride, because that's the ride I was lead on, revamped. And then I read this article. I'm like.
1: Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, they'll get paint, like you said. New carpeting in the station. Maybe they'll fix the the water yeah. wheel. They'll probably just I'm, change the I'm, water. I, I
0: think new you, you carpeting. I think you're just gonna get anti-skid paint. I don't even think you're getting carpeting in that sucker. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, you know you're right. I think they did take the carpeting out. I think so. In, yeah. I mean,
0: back. it's cheaper, right? Yeah. So, uh the, um. <laughs> Uh, that's a good question, though. And it was a great lead in because I know you didn't know about that, <laughs> that lock flume mm. update. So it's <laughs> perfect. Um The other thing that they are doing that they're not making a big deal of though is the big wheel's been closed because they're supposedly redoing all the lighting in a big field. The big wheel. And that's that, first of all, if if what I heard, and I believe this, knowing them, is true, they still have the old German lighting. Like the all it's just like the, the the carousel, which was originally from Germany, one of those original carousels, where you, they still have to buy the parts, the original parts, like from Germany, pay all that fucking money for any replacements and everything. Remember and remember, all light? fluorescent. Bingo. So they're supposedly, um, we think, going to full LED. And I think we talked about this a little bit, but if they go to LED, that would be amazing. First of all, the big one would look so cool when you walk in. Second of all, when they do those LED lights. Now they have the ability to put messages on them and stuff, patterns on them. For (laughs) for Christmas, they're going to have green and red lighting. For Halloween, they're going to have orange and black-like lighting. You know what I mean? Like fluorescent black, so it shows, you know, or even black light lighting. The shit they can do with LEDs now on these rides is insane. And also, it will then cut – it will actually, in the long run, save them money because they want to keep replacing all those fucking bulbs. It doesn't work like that anymore. So there's a massive – and it won't look bad. Because the replacement for those is so much easier. You know what I mean? And it does it won't be like the whole sections are out, which is what we've always dealt with. So I have a lot of hope on the honestly, I, I have more hope on the big wheel than I do on the log flume Cause I really do think log flume is just gonna be a paint job. I don't think we're gonna get much more out of that. But big wheel, I think that might be pretty impressive. I'm I'm I'm, I'm hoping that you know they do something on like that to make it. So we'll see. Um everything else. Uh the only other thing, let's see, uh link flume, blog flume. Yeah, that's it. I don't think I have anything else about that. I mean, you guys – I mean, I I know we've, like, discussed this at death, but anything about the the 40th or any of those announcements that, like, piques your guys' interest or you're really looking forward to outside of what we talked about?
2: I don't think so. I'm looking forward to seeing what they actually do with the log film because I think it'll be hysterical. (laughs) But other than that, no.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I'm just waiting for them to refurbish the Buccaneer.
2: Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah yeah (laughs) well i mean that was your best ride so you know that's right (laughs) um they did do one thing and and i did get this and uh and it it, i do like it um so you can upgrade to they they have the magic photo service is what they're adding so remember this year they had no photos period no photos you go on rides you don't get your photo taken anymore like they had no service they had that whole fucking problem where it fell out they never got it service I don't think they ever got a service in. I know they were saying they might have one by the middle of the year. I don't think, or at least I never heard that they did. However, for next year they do, and it's cool. It's an a magic photo service. You bought, you do a buy up. I got it with my pass for like nothing because everything was so cheap when I when I did you know re, redo my pass and get the diamond pass. I think I paid twenty five bucks for it. Any any ride or attraction that takes a photo in the park, I now get for free. That's it. I paid for the pass. I get it all year. Period. And that goes for every park. So any of the parks I go to, I go to visit you, Andy, they have things you ain't got to pay because I get it. So what happens is when you go on, you get it, you get a number assigned to you and then I log into a website and, <coughs> I in and it immediately brings a digital photo up. Cause in this day and age, no one even needs to have a hard copy photo anymore. Exactly. It's all digital anyway. Right? So they don't, they don't print it out for you. The photo gets taken, you get the number, and then you can do it on your phone if you want. You bring it, you go to the webpage, you put that number in, you put in your telephone. And this is a key thing though, whatever you register, whatever number you telephone, like what telephone number you register in, it you can't you have to use that one. If you try to use anything else or you put another number in, it ain't gonna work. So you put in your registered telephone number and bing, you got the photo that's it. You save it right to your phone and you're done. or your, your laptop, you're done. So that's kind of cool. Cause every time we go, I, any attraction, anything that has that photo opportunity, I get it for free. So, I've, well, not free. I mean, I paid for the past, but the past like 25 or whatever bucks I paid for it completely worth it to me. Honestly, when I go to great adventure, I don't even buy those anymore. Cause I don't ride the rides as often as I used to. But when I go with my family, it'd be nice to have those photos. You know what I mean? That yeah. once a blue moon, I'll, I'll buy them, but I'm always like, Twenty dollars for a photo, uh, you know. I'm like, somebody's wait down there and take a photo while we're on the ride. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, we go. I have a bunch of photos that I take just of the monitor. Where they think, put the that's what on. I'm so going to Watermark on them.
2: <laughs> I, the, I take the watermark photos usually. You know.
1: <laughs> for I have for seen people do photos. that.
2: I have absolutely seen people do that. So
0: that's fucking hysterical. Yeah. I have seen people walk up and go, "Click, bye. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's great um all right let's jump into our entertainment game that we normally do i'll kick it off uh it's halloween season mine are pretty easy um so my first one both of mine are not technically theme parks they're more carnivals but they're both you know one's a permanent car they're both permanent one's a traveling carnival one's a permanent carnival so my first one is Freaks, the movie. 1932, directed by Todd Browning. Classic movie for the line, one of us, one of us. Which, if you watch that movie, is a very scary line when you know why they're saying it, okay? And basically what Freaks is, is, um, you know, it's a traveling carnival with a freak show, and this one girl who's really pretty says she's in love with the freak, but in reality, they're kind of screwing the freak over, and I think she's with the strong man, if I'm remembering right. And, the whole idea is they're going to screw this guy over and somehow they're going to try to like shuckster him and and, and get the freaks like money or whatever. And uh, that doesn't turn out well. The freaks all back each other and those people, they get their comeuppance at the end. So <laughs> if you've never seen it, it is a fantastic Halloween movie. Um, Todd Browning also directed a bunch of other really famous, great horror movies. So great director as well, uh, worth seeing. And then a modern sort of version of that type of thing is toby hooper's 1981 movie the fun house one of my favorite horror movies of all time really cool creature in it and basically that one is, and if anyone doesn't know who toby hooper is the guy who directed the fun house also directed poltergeist and the texas chainsaw massacre so we're talking a guy who knows horror movies so this is one of his first ones and the fun house is basically some kids decide that they're going to stay in a carnival's house overnight. So when the park closes, they're going to just scare each other and stay in the fun house. Little do they know there is a, uh, a, a live attraction in the fun house. <laughs> they do not really want to meet and they meet. And, uh, it's a super, as a kid, it's one of the few movies that actually terrified me. I actually was terrified of that movie. So that is a good one to check also for, um, you know, the spooky season. Uh Peluso, you were surprised we were
2: jumping into this. I'll go to you next. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. All right. Yeah. No, I, I tried to go Halloween theme too as well. And you know, what's scarier than Marky Mark? So I went with fear. Uh the the, the famous uh, roller coaster scene with uh Mark Wahlberg and uh Reese Witherspoon. Um I don't know, uh I hope everyone's familiar so I don't have to describe yep. it. <laughs> so, I know. Uh, yeah yeah isn't that, that's uh,
0: basically isn't that the
2: abusive boyfriend movie that is that is yes. <laughs> a yes. abusive boyfriend he was a sloppy so in the fucking house <laughs> i believe is one of the famous lines from the from fear um and uh yeah it was uh filmed at uh in british columbia um uh Play, uh playland amusement park um you know is where they i you know the coaster reminds me of the cyclone i don't know why but it just does um, but yeah, yes. Yeah. So I got Fear and Marky Mark is what's scarier. Um, and then a House of a Thousand Corpses is a fun one. I, I love that. Uh, Rob Zombie and uh, has, you know, the little roadside tour uh, where you get your free fried chicken too afterwards, which I absolutely love. <laughs> So great, so freaking great, yeah, 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 and I don't know if any he's got to do the one at Universal, but they had him, they had Captain Spaulding there with, with the fried chicken bags and everything. Oh my uh, god, it was fantastic! It's definitely one of my favorite houses that they ever did.
0: Um, wow, that's um, awesome. Good yeah, selections, but- <laughs> man. Yeah, actually, Fear is isn't that isn't that the transition of of Marky Mark to you know who he is now. Like, exactly that, that,
2: that, that was probably the last marky markish uh yep. version of himself in uh in fear yeah yep. yeah which is, a, which is a fun movie definitely is fun all right well we know
0: scott has some zingers so we're gonna save him for last and go to Andy. Yes. <laughs>
3: i'm gonna save me for last right <laughs> you, you know
1: why you know why <laughs> <God. laughs> Nice. Well, and uh, staying with our KISS theme from last time, yes. um, there's a Scooby-Doo and KISS rock and roll mystery, which actually is much, much better than the uh, KISS movie. Than the movie, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Much more believable plot in this yeah. animated Scooby-Doo story uh, and lots of really cool Scooby-Doo chase scenes to KISS songs. And, you actually
0: um, just made my Halloween because you know what? I've never seen that one. I'm gonna absolutely watch that before the next two weeks, man. So that's awesome.
1: <laughs> that's great. And the other one I don't think we mentioned, but a movie with Steve Carell, The Way Way Back. We did I don't not. Think so, no! It a was a pretty good movie. Uh, Liam James uh, is it, and he plays a teenager kid who lives with his mom, who kind of doesn't pay too much attention to him. And Steve Carell is his mom's boyfriend, is kind of a dick, and. Uh, he uh, doesn't want to be at home much, so he gets a job at the local water park. Nice. And uh, yeah, you know, just typical 80s coming of age movie. But um, but this one was, I think it's only about 10 years old. This movie.
0: It is. And what's hysterical is it was on my list for next month, motherfucker. So I crossed it off. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> good one, Andy,
3: nice. Good one. Nice.
0: All right, Scotty, you're up.
3: All right. Well, first one I came up with was Hellfest, which was from, I think, 2018. It was another carnival themed horror amusement park where they, uh, it's basically like a uh, horror themed carnival. And then a serial killer gets loose in there and makes it a real horror show. What what was the name of it, Scott? It's Hellfest. Hellfest. It's it's, worth Actually, so it's worth
0: watching. It's pretty good. It's not bad. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Good choice. Good choice, Gaddy. What's your other and,
3: one? And the other one, I'm not sure if I blew it because I'm now the more I'm thinking about it, I think somebody might have already mentioned it, but the amusement park. Oh,
0: right. Um uh, I I think I mentioned it, but I don't think I mentioned it as part of this. Let me look. That's the George Romero movie, right?
3: Yeah, George Romero back in uh
0: Nope, you get I it. I never it you know what? I mentioned like it before we did this. Yeah,
3: so mm. you're good. So that one I actually haven't seen, but now reading it, I definitely want to check it out because it sounds really cool. It's like just about an old senior citizen who's in a theme park and he starts having all kinds of terrible uh, goings on just because he's so old and treated so badly by all the other amusement park guests that uh, becomes like a horror show for him. So definitely something worth watching. It is.
1: is,
0: uh, It's available on Shudder. That was actually where it premiered. Um, It was a hidden, it was a a long lost Romero movie that the Romero Foundation redid and they put it out last year. And it is, if you worked at an amusement park like we did, it is fucking bone chilling. It is literally like a guy who finds himself just trapped in the amusement park and everything that is a trope in the amusement park, like stuck on lines, people not paying attention to you, people cutting you, all those tropes play into this, but the guy realizes he can't leave. is stuck there forever probably and it is fucking chilling on top of the fact that it's an older guy who's also kind of probably getting a little senile it's real I mean I haven't watched it since it premiered but I can tell you right now I was like holy shit this is scary and it's not a horror movie like it comes out as a horror movie but it's not really meant as a horror movie it's meant more as a social commentary kind of like Dawn of the Dead was you know unintentionally a social commentary about like consumerism in the mall you know so if you watch this movie there you can see the same thing that's what amusement park was like. He was definitely doing some type of commentary on, oh you yeah, know, like what's going on in society around him. But it is fucking chilling. Like as a person getting older and having worked in amusement park, that scared the shit out of me. Like I did not like it. So that might be why I never watched it again. But now I kind of want to because I'm like, wow. Wonder now that we've been doing this podcast so long, maybe uh, it's worth a revisit. You know? But yeah, you can get it on Shutter and maybe AMC Plus because they own Shutter and they they like, put a lot of their movies on Shutter on AMC Plus. So. Uh, it might be available too there, but it's definitely available on Shutter. So worth watching for sure. That's a good pick, Scott. That's a that's a that's like a, a hidden pick. I don't think most people would even know about that one. Nice.
3: So. Yeah, that was good. All I right. did something right. Thanks. You did.
0: You did good, man. All right, let's get a little – we got, we have got a little bit of time so we can do a little bit of news. First of all, boys, I think you all know I sent you the email. We all made it big. We have bootleg shirts of the podcast now. So, you I mean, mean hey, it? I feel no. like we made it big, you know? Yeah, I mean
1: <laughs> – yeah. yeah. yeah that's your guy send us some shirts
0: uh for anyone listening if you did not see our post and you see those posts advertising our shirt with a big retired sign on it a we're not yet retired okay even though we are old okay and b we're not selling those shirts that is an absolute bootleg shirt i mean enjoy if you bought it you get it it's fine however one of my friends Try to reach out to their customer service and it's felt a little scammy with the response yeah. It, so yeah i
2: think so i think it's a graphic yeah. and they just try to get your money
0: <laughs> you might not want to buy that one you might not want to buy that one i'm just gonna say so um all right here's 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 news that i call bullshit on okay this was released on a bunch of sites based on a TikTok video this girl posted after going to Great Adventure. Okay, um, this was posted on the um, the um, ITM site. Okay, inside the Magic site, um, and it was posted on August twenty eighth of this this uh, this year. <clears throat> headline: Six Flags guest nearly dies on roller coaster given snack voucher. That's the headline. Okay, hmm. so. <laughs> The first line is, after surviving a dangerous malfunction on a roller coaster at Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey, a guest was simply shrugged off and fans of the amusement park are not happy. In a TikTok video, Six Flags guest Sammy Quinn, known as Sammy T. Quinn, recounted her traumatizing experience on one of the roller coasters, which they've gone on to say they believe is Kingda Ka. Um, She claims that halfway through the ride, the restraining bar completely opened up but her and her friends were able to pull it down and hold it. So she oh. didn't fall off the ride and she made it to the station. And in a situation, this is a quote from the article. In a situation like this, you'd think that in park employees would want to help and remedy the problem as soon as possible. However, this did not seem to be the case. The ride comes to a stop. I get off the ride. I told the attendant, I'm like, hey. Hey. While I was on a ride, my restraint completely popped up and I had to hold it down so I didn't die. And the attendant says, Oh, I'm sorry, you can exit that way. And that was the end of it. Does any of that fucking ring true to any of you guys right now? No,
2: it does not. No.
0: I have never seen anyone work a ride. Even the shittiest ride employee I've ever had would not do that, especially not a roller coaster employee. So I already call bullshit on that, but it gets even better. Then she takes her issue to guest relations. And, guess, and, and she says, you know, I now have PTSD and I'm terrified and I'll never go on another roller coaster again. So I went to Guest Relations to complain and they told me that, oh, we're so sorry. We're going to give you a snack voucher for Dipping Dots. Have a nice day. <laughs> That's what she
1: claims mm, Guest wow. Relations gave her.
0: Dipping
1: Dots are good.
0: She likes Dipping Dots too because she ended her tirade by saying.
1: <laughs> what size <laughs> Dipping Dots?
0: Uh, Ah, this didn't make me laugh uh, so finally one commentator online asked the most important question of all what dipping dots did you get and Sammy Quinn replied in a response video well I got the vanilla dipping dots in the largest possible size because my life is worth a large size vanilla dipping dots wow Um, I don't know my opinion is Sammy Quinn you're full of shit that's my opinion (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) <laughs> what do you guys think about that any truth to that one
1: there's no truth to that Doubt it, no
0: no now great adventure then after seeing all this online was contacted and you know what they said our guest relations has absolutely no record of anyone complaining of a ride malfunction on the roller coasters that day including king Naka and she never specified which coaster so apparently later on she did but not in the original videos I don't watch TikTok videos, so I'm just going off the article. And I don't like TikTok, so I'm not going on it to watch them. And also, she's so full of shit. I would never break my I don't watch TikTok videos for this crap. But right. that just sounds like such bullshit. I, I'm just like, whatever, you know. Would have
1: great if they went on to say we don't even have dipping dots.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god,
2: would that be the best Dippin' dots won't for the day?
0: Sorry. We're
1: short staff today. Dipping dots stand is closed. <laughs>
2: exactly. It wasn't even open that day.
1: <laughs> but on your next visit, I love it. We lost I know, Scotty.
2: You know, I know we lost <laughs> Scotty. Well
0: I'm not even commenting. I'm just, you know, it's Scotty. You know? <laughs> he might be back, he might not. I don't know. It's kind of like Scotty at work. Where is Scotty? Hey,
2: know? he made it almost all the way. There's only two minutes left. He made it <laughs> close How many times do we hear? Base to 160. Base to 160. Base to 160. Are you there? So come on. 10-7 in the blue parrot here's here may be my favorite my favorite i'm gonna i'm gonna
0: leave us with this one and then we're gonna close down oh i don't know i have two i'm gonna have two i'm gonna leave us with these two these are my two women's inappropriate behavior also inside the magic by the way which is the most raggy fucking inquirer site ever that tries to slam amusement parks and all their um their news things so everything is made to um either make you go holy shit or like bullshit either way you know This one is more of a holy shit. I absolutely believe this is true. Would never have thought about this until I read the article. And now I'm thinking, how did I not know this was a thing when I worked there? I should have looked out for this. The headline, women's inappropriate behavior at multiple theme parks comes to light. A woman is making the rounds on the theme park news social media community after she allegedly confessed to having intercourse on dozens of roller coasters throughout the country. The country. I'm not going to read the rest because I already know this because I read it twice and I could not stop laughing. She's not fucking on the roller coasters. She's fucking the roller coasters. Her thing is to grind whatever lap bar or seating mechanism or seatbelt thing is around her and she claims she gets off by doing it. And they actually have all the Reddit posts from her and everything if you look it up. So you could find out who this person is and you can look at it. But she claims she goes on roller coasters and she has a condition where that's her fetish her fetish uh-huh. is to grind on them and the gross part is she claims she tries to do it with no panties so she's n- just grinding her body against us yeah, <laughs> really. yeah. which as a germaphobe immediately made me go oh i yeah. sit on that seat after cool oh. Those are wiped
1: down every day steve Don't worry. <laughs>
0: that should be the thing if she's allowed in a the park they have to wipe every goddamn ride down after she leaves you know? need
2: to hire the security <laughs> guard to walk with her with some lace Oil wipes or something i don't know <laughs> that's that's bad, that's bad.
0: i've never even have thought of that possibly being a fetish that you get off on grinding on rides i mean but it's probably out there now i mean she's probably not the only one but especially now that she's out there other people are probably
2: like hey I, I thought we all that bad. I thought we all liked rides at amusement parks. Maybe, you know,
1: that's an upcharge.
2: You, you know, I used to hate the wedge in between the seat on the log flume, but I kind of like it now. I'm going to take the
1: back seat yes. all
2: the time.
1: Don't put that lady on the flying wave.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. She yeah. takes uh... the Superman one,
0: so it's just spraying
2: the crowd. It's <laughs>
0: oh it's horrible all right <laughs> Chris Bass but there's some weird people you got it brother there really are man are. that's what yeah. made me laugh so hard because I'm like I believe this one. <laughs> I absolutely believe this yeah. one. I'm, like, I'm grossed out as hell, but I believe it. Too ridiculous
2: not to believe. Yeah, Absolutely.
0: I and, and the fact that there's pictures of her face on the Reddit posters like posting, I'm just like, all right, well, it right. seems to You out. Know?
2: There's a certain level of pride there, you know, so. <laughs> um, this one is,
0: is actually, this one caught my eye because entertainmentweekly.com posted this and then a bunch of other sites posted it as well. So this one, I was like, Holy cow, Chris puts the Justice League guns. Oh, I'm never using those guns again. Oh, that's yeah. gross. <laughs> um, I cannot believe this one because Entertainment Weekly doesn't usually post anything on rides. So, A, I was laughing when I read it because I'm like, must be a slow fucking news week for them that this is what they're going to post as opposed to any other thing about entertainment, you know, TV, news, you know, movies, whatever. The headline. Disney World sued over painful Wedgie from ride that allegedly caused Grizzly vaginal lacerations. <laughs> I see Andy's face. I'll wow. read it again slow. Disney World sued over painful Wedgie from a ride that allegedly caused Grizzly vaginal
1: lacerations. <laughs> okay. Ultimate Wedgie. Wow. Even worse.
0: A couple of sued Disney World after a young woman reportedly suffered grim injuries on one of the Orlando, Florida Resort's Typhoon Lagoon attractions. According to the complaint attained by originally. Oh, I'm sorry. This one's from a different site, but this one's following off the EW site from EW and the lawsuit filed Wednesday in Orange County, Florida. And this is from September 2019, 2023. Okay. Okay. Um, The woman seeks $50,000 in damages stemming from injuries that the former allegedly um, suffered during an October 2019 visit. By the way, they're suing now for 2019, okay? She suffered during an October 2019 visit to the water park, okay? So, basically, careening down a water slide can be an exhilarating experience. However, it's riddled with risks because, according to the legal documents, Okay? McGinnis alleged that she suffered permanent bodily injury, including vaginal lacerations or cuts inside her vagina that caused heavy bleeding after riding the park's 214foot long humunga kawabunga slide. McGinnis also alleged that she suffered a hernia where her bowels protruded through her abdominal wall. According oh. to the lawsuit, McGinnis could have walked away from the slide injury free if Disney told her and others to follow certain safety procedures like wearing protective clothing and explaining the purpose purpose of certain guidelines, like being told to cross their legs at the ankles while riding the ride. The lawsuit alleges that McGinnis was made aware of this ankle crossing protocol, but not how important it was. No one stressed she should do it. They just said that it was part of the protocol. What am I missing here? They told her to do it. You can do it. They didn't say, say, you know. know.
1: Every one of them's got their bathing suit up around their neck. You know what's going to (laughs) happen. Bingo, right? And then
0: what cracks me up is this article goes on to say, vaginal injuries from water slides are rare, but can be serious. Genital injuries, genital in general injuries from water slides are rare and can range from minor to very serious. As for OBGYN, Carolyn DeLucia. No shit, lady. We all know this <laughs> world
1: expert park. on amusement park inflicted yeah, natural We need, need to, to raise awareness park, for but... this.
2: <laughs> it's a good thing we have this program here because, you
1: know, we need to raise
2: awareness. There needs Does to be some kind happen? of
1: ribbon. I, I,
0: I felt like this was a perfect one to go out on because this is our PSA. You know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. This yes, is our exactly. public service announcement. <laughs> if you're on a water Remember, slide.
1: Cross your ankles.
0: We're here Thank to you. help <laughs> <laughs> knowing is half the battle my friends and now you know <laughs> all right my friends time always flies when we're, <laughs> we're chatting about ga and the other yeah. theme park industry and as i say all good things must come to an end we're gonna get out of here many thanks to everyone that joined us on uh facebook live we love the comments we don't sometimes we get so involved in the conversations we don't respond back but we're definitely reading them and we usually do afterwards. Um, we appreciate everyone who listens to the podcast when my dumbass finally loads it up. And until next time, signing off for now, I am Steve Hicks. Scott Louden,
1: And Chris Peluso. Andy O'Leary.
0: We wish everybody a happy Halloween. And
2: as always, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. Thank you. <laughs>